0: Quarters of Ramsey Solutions. It's the Ramsey Show where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co host today. Thank you for joining us, America. We're going to talk about your life right in front of you, talk about you right in front of you. The phone number is 888 825 5225. You jump in and we'll talk. Michael is going to start this hour. He's in Dallas. Hey, Michael, how are you?
1: I'm good, Dave. How are you guys doing?
0: Better than we deserve. What's up?
1: Um, nothing. So I'm in an interesting predicament. Um, I've incurred about 60 k worth of debt um, trying to survive a lawsuit. Um, I started a company with four gentlemen down in Austin. Uh, things were going well. Uh, this started right at the beginning of COVID, and we progressed for about three years towards the end. There were some, let's say, vision differences, and me and my partner ended up selling the uh, company to a company out of Houston. And two of the other gentlemen, our CTO and our CRO, basically stole all of our intellectual property. And the problem lies: I, I have about um roughly about a, a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar stake um, that I'm I'm kind of chasing trying to figure out what I should do and whether or not I should, I should give up and call it quits. Um, but things have come basically sucked me dry and, um, I'm getting kind of desperate. So yeah, I was hoping, hoping to get some guidance.
0: Well, I don't borrow money and, um, I hate your position because this kind of stuff, I'm a redneck. It makes me mad. I want to fight to the death. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, and I'm yet you don't. let you phone. simply don't have a war chest. Yeah. And yeah, you, you could go you could go another sixty thousand dollars in four years in debt, and still never yeah. see any of this. Yeah. Because about the only of. thing we're all sure about the court system is that it sucks. Yeah. I mean, even if you're right, it mm-hmm. sucks. It takes forever and a lot of money to prove you're right. And. So no one ends up winning, as you figured out, but the lawyers. Yeah. Even when you win, and, you lose.
1: And and the other opposing party, uh, one of the gentlemen, his wife is a lawyer. She's actually a partner at a firm. So it, they've been very successful at just burying us in every which way they can. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're just,
0: just kicking the can yeah. down the road, dragging it out, and make it, trying to starve you out. It's not yeah. a bad strategy on their part, actually, but, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so
1: that's why we hired him. Yeah.
2: I mean, you said your stake in this is $250,000. Maybe. Maybe. If yeah. That... That,
1: so that that's essentially what my, my payout would be. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. But because they have stolen the intellectual property and done a split-off company, mm-hmm. uh, the company who bought us pretty much put a pause on it until, mm-hmm. you know, everything is resolved. Because th- that's, that's what they paid for. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Through a, just a, a number of loopholes, I won't bore you with. They've basically been able to pull all of the, uh, I guess, most relevant information and the most uh, critical things that we would need. And you know, they're they're really just kind of holding it at this point, just to so, hurt us or harm us. Mm-hmm. So they're the they're not
0: competing with you with the IP yet, but they've but they've well, undone your your sale by holding the IP.
1: Correct yeah correct yeah they they have they have the um, inclination like they're starting a company that's mm-hmm. supposed to do something similar the company um, that you sold is,
0: to do they have deep pockets
1: They do yes
0: I'd cut a deal with them go to them, let, them go to them, them and let them fight it and tell them you'll take you'll deduct the um, the uh, legal fees from their the stake that they owe you. Yeah. They owe you 250 if you win, right? If you don't well, win, just, the company that yeah. bought this has got nothing. Yeah. Because they got a competitor in the marketplace, and they don't even have access to the IP right now, you're telling me. Correct. Yeah. So they've got to win, or their sale is bad. And what they're doing is they're saying, we're not going to pay you the 250 until you give us what we bought, mm-hmm. which included the IP, right? Correct. Yeah if i'm that company and you came to me i'll go knock them in the nose because i got the money and i did this deal to start with so in other words they owe you 250 if they spend 150 on this uh to get it you're gonna get 100
1: yeah the the more you're gonna get otherwise we we have a, a number of investors i'm probably the smallest of that the total sale of the company was 10 million dollars
0: yeah well I would um, go to some of them yeah. then and do the same thing yeah and yeah. just go guys yeah. I'm out I can't I can't do it anymore I, I can't I'm not financing this on a credit card this is stupid I, I can't I I'm not a, I don't have big enough war chest to stay in the fight you know I reach my end so yeah. I, I'll give you if you'll give me credit towards it or or I'll even discount my share um, and then you you know take my share of the legal fees out of it and pay me out if you win. Good luck. I'll be happy to sign it over to you on that basis.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, well, the 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 issue too is I'm I'm probably the smallest fish in this entire equation. I'm only 28. Most of these people are 40, just you know, longer careers, a little bit more of a war chest, like you said. Yeah. M- m- my only concern is. One, if that were to be the case, I were to get some sort of payout, and then they end up losing, right?
0: Then you won't get a payout. Yeah. Yeah. They're taking the chance then, not you. That's why you would discount your share. Okay. So if one of the other investors said, okay, we're going to continue the fight. You can't, and we'll continue it on your behalf. We're going to take your pro rata portion of the future legal fees out of your share, and we're also going to discount your share since you're not in the fight anymore. That'd be a deal for you, and it's not yeah. a bad deal for them because you're tapping out either way. Because if you tap out and do nothing and they go win, you're going to get the full thing. So it's a better deal for them if you offer to let them continue the fight on your behalf and you give them credit for that. That's a better deal for them. How many? Because okay. there's like 10 or 15 people playing in this, you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah, is not a. This great. is a complicated mess. Man. Wow. Golly. Some people's children.
2: Yeah. Whew, man. <laughs> yeah, that sounds very, very, very stressful. There's a lot of money at stake.
0: Yeah. There. I, I, you just can't stay in it, Michael. You You've got to find a sugar daddy to keep you in the deal.
2: Yeah. Well. Yeah. Because if he tries to do this, he'll mess around and spend all his stake on lawyers fees well he won't even
0: even then he got at least he wins but he gets nothing that's what i'm saying he won't even get anything for it if he goes two hundred fifty thousand dollars in debt and then loses Mm -hmm. oh then he's double completely screwed yeah you know so you just got to stop michael you got to stop but i would sell out my part to somebody the buyer or the other investors or somebody at a discount yeah um in today or if they want to give you cash, that'd be awesome. Or if, uh, or better yet, I would discount it and offer to have them reduce the amount by the my share of the attorney's fees going forward, my one fifteenth or whatever that ends up being. Like you said, you're in a untenable situation. This is why we don't believe in partnerships around here, boys and girls. The only ship that won't sail is a partnership. This is the Ramsey Show.
3: With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget.
0: Hey guys, Jade Warshaw Ramsey, Personality is my co-host. We're heading to Chicagoland in the morning. We'll be doing a uh, smart conference there Friday night and uh, all day Saturday. All the Ramsey personalities speaking on career, on life and money and uh, of course on uh, anxiety and all the other things that Dr. John Deloney talks about so we're going to be talking about every area of your life in one way or another it's a day long or day and a half long adventure it is a blast it's a lot of fun if you're in the Chicagoland area we'll be on the Willow Creek campus utilizing their sanctuary to uh, do the event and we'd love to have you we got some tickets left check it out at RamseySolutions.com events also uh, you should know that the first two hours on saturday morning we have decided we're going to live stream that free and that'll be uh a little bit from me but mostly jade and george's talk uh, george <laughs> camel's talk and jade's talk about how you can break free from money stress and create the debt-free future you deserve so if you want to hear a free money talk from jade and george just tune in by free live stream go to ramsey slash live drop in your email we'll send you the link on saturday morning you can watch that live and uh be about an hour, a little more than an hour's worth of content total there for that whole thing. So we'd love to have you guys and come in and join us. If you're not able to be in the Chicago area, if you're going to be in the Chicago area, you don't want to miss this. Mm-hmm. These smart conferences, are, you know, when you leave a smart conference, um, you're smart. <laughs> there you go. That's good. Our question of the day comes from Neighborly, your hub for home services. They are your one place to find reliable HVAC, plumbing, and electrical providers near you. Brands like AirServe, Mr. Reuter, and Mr. Electric have professionals ready to help. Stop wasting time scrolling through pages of results. Just go to Neighborly.com. They'll help you. They're good people.
2: They are. And today's question comes from David in Oklahoma. He says, my wife and I have started Financial Peace University. Way to go. We're on baby step two and we have some questions. Currently, we have four vehicle payments and I recently lost my job. We're living off my wife's salary and unemployment payments. We keep hearing about people selling their vehicles and buying cheap cars. How is this done when you're upside down? Very good. Uh, We are upside down on all four vehicles and we want to know how to downsize. We are thinking about surrendering the motorcycles, but that will end up costing us around 16k after we sell them. Any help would be great as we are determined to get debt free. Okay, so I actually have a list that they've given me here. So, they've got her truck which is $852. Good god. A month, by the way. They've got her. Oh no, I'm sorry. That was his truck. They've got her SUV for 677 dollars a month, and then they've got two motorcycles. One's 555. The other one's 408. Now he doesn't tell me how far upside down they are. I'm gonna assume he thinks
0: he's 16 on the motorcycles. But yeah. he's wrong.
2: Well, why do you think he's wrong?
0: Well, because he thinks that that if he if that they're gonna give him full price in a repo. If you do a voluntary repo and you take people the keys. They sell your crap on a repo lot.
2: Oh, yeah, you're right. He said surrendering. Don't do yeah, that.
0: Don't do that. If they sell it on a repo lot, they sell it for below wholesale at a repo price, and they sue you for the difference. And it ain't going to be 16, dude. It's going to be 25 if you do that. So you don't yeah. you don't surrender. You don't do a voluntary repossession. They may take them at some point if you can't get up right up on the payments, mm-hmm. but, but don't ever voluntarily because you lose control of the sale price. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to work out a settlement for the difference, the deficit balance. So no-no on the surrender-o. Yeah, definitely try to sell on. them.
2: Now, these cars, uh, yeah, 852 $677, that's incredibly too high for car payments. I don't know how far upside down they are again, but the idea here is how quickly can you get some cash stacked up, all right? So what I'm doing is, if I'm you, is I know you're on Baby Step 2, but I would pause Baby Step 2 for a second so I could stack up all the money you need to get out of this deal. Mm -hmm. Because essentially, this is part of Baby Step 2. So if you've Mm -hmm. got a lot of your margin going out to extra payments, stop doing that and start stacking up as much cash as you can. And since you're in Baby Step 2, hopefully that means that you're uh, working overtime. I know you lost your job, but right now... Now is not the time to wait for your dream job to come along. Right now, get any jobs you can. Right 70, while, while you fill in the gap. Of them. Right, yeah. and you take all drive, that money. You
0: can drive because you got a lot of things to drive.
2: That's true. Look, delivery services out the wazoo. <laughs> yeah. Now put the kids on the motorcycle to deliver pizzas.
0: So you got three things you can do when you are upside down. One is stack cash and cover the difference. So you got a uh, truck that's. you know, Let's just I can't even get past this truck. I know eight fifty two puke, but the. Um, the, her SUV okay 677 so she owes sixty thousand bucks on the SUV and when they look it up it's worth 50. I'm making those numbers up mm-hmm. so let's say that may, means you're ten thousand dollars upside down how do you cover that Well one you stack ten thousand dollars and then you put that with the money with the buyer that the buyer has at 50 and you've got 60 now you pay off the SUV and they send you the title and you give it to the buyer mm-hmm. that's one way second way is borrow the difference that's a good from idea from your local credit union or for god's sakes six eight hundred and fifty two dollars if you borrow the difference on a credit card you're still come out yeah okay you're already eight bazillion dollars in debt even now, if you're, your just, credit now is shot. you're just one bazillion dollars in debt yeah and now it's just not now you're truckless oh well yeah it's kind of goes along with being clueless so um
2: yeah even if your geez. credit is shot and you can't get a good rate from a credit union just still dump it on a credit card it's still
0: debt you're just moving the debt around all right and then the third thing is a modification of that if your truck loan or motorcycle loans are with your local lender your local credit union your local bank go sit down with them in person and say hi i'm unemployed you're getting ready to get a truck back you want it? I don't think you do. Turns out this SUV, we owe 60,000 on it. With you guys, it's worth 50. You need to help us get out of this so you don't get stung. This is you talking to your credit union or bank manager mm-hmm. in person, not on the phone and for God's sakes not by email. Yeah. Go sit down and look them in the eye. In person. And what we want you to do, Mr. Bank Manager, is allow us to sign the note for the difference when it sells. So we're going to put the, the SUV up for sale for $52,000. It's going to sell for fifty, dollars and we're going to come in here, and we're going to sign an unsecured note for $10,000 because you already have an unsecured note for $10,000 mm-hmm. because you have a $60,000 loan on a $50,000 asset. So you are already $10,000 unsecured. All we're doing with this transaction is admitting it and lowering our debt by five sixths. Therefore we have a higher probability of actually paying you because we can survive. And so you talk them into converting the upside down portion into an unsecured note, which by the way, it's already where they are. They're already unsecured for that amount. Yeah. And you can do that if you go in person and present this logic to them. Plus, you're you know, you're a bankruptcy looking for a place to happen right now. Mm-hmm. And in which case they get a whole bunch of new trucks sitting in their driveway at the bank and uh, they're going to get nothing.
2: Yeah. Because
0: they sue you for the deficit. You get nothing in bankruptcy on the deficit. Zero. They do.
2: And something tells me, I don't know, I could be wrong, uh, David, in Oklahoma, but something tells me with these trucks and vehicles, you got more stuff laying around to get rid of. You've got riding you mowers. Think he collects toys. He's got riding mowers. He's got a Peloton. He's got, he. there's some stuff that can be sold and liquidated for oh, cash. a bunch of
0: stuff a bunch of stuff look at everything don't tell me you have a tractor i'll kill you just don't <laughs> tell me just don't tell me right now sell dave choosing violence <laughs> just sell the tractor <laughs> no i mean i know this guy because i was this guy yeah I mean, i'm just a boy that collects toys and, yeah and the problem with a boy that collects toys it, is we collect payments with them if we're broke people do
2: they have a golf cart too
0: uh
2: they might have a golf cart so
0: man i'm yeah that that, that yeah there's they for sure have a zero turn that's six thousand bucks. <laughs> for sure.
2: I was shocked. I didn't know
0: that a lawnmower I, costs that much.
2: I didn't know Dave until I saw him sitting out there, and I was like, "Wait a second, you've got to be kidding There's me."
0: There's a lot of lawnmowers that are nicer and more expensive than my first three cars. They have because none of my first three cars had Bluetooth. I'm just saying. So
2: the tractor has Bluetooth. The zero turn oh, has Bluetooth.
0: Definitely. What? Yeah, wow. because you have to listen to your tunes while you take 10 minutes to mow your yard. She
2: thinks my tractor's sex. That's what y'all oh, yeah. are listening to. There
0: you go. That's it. Uh, no, Sorry. she don't. She thinks you're broke.
2: Because <laughs> you are.
0: Sorry, Jason. Aldine. Yeah, there we go. This is the <laughs> Ramsey Show.
1: Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, Jade
0: Warshaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Derek is in San Diego. Hi, Derek. How are you?
3: I'm doing well, Mr. Ramsey. How about yourself, sir?
0: Better than I deserve. What's up?
3: Glad to hear. Glad to hear. Um, basically, I wanted to discuss my uh, current situation with saving money. I'm 28 years old. I make about 105 at my current role and another $25,000 uh, in side work through flipping items. And I am saving about three to $4,000 every month after all my expenses. I don't have like a car loan or anything of that nature. And I'm, sometimes I worry that, you know, maybe I'm not enjoying life as much as I would like because I'm just so focused on saving money and budgeting and calculating my net worth every two weeks. Um, so I just wanted to get your guidance on when you really decide and how you can tell, you know that you need to start enjoying life more with the money that you've saved. Yeah,
0: one more time, you got 25 coming in on a side hustle and what's the other what's your core income?
3: Uh, my W2 every year is 105,000.
0: Okay. So so you're making like 130k with your side hustle. Correct. And you're saving like 4 a month. Okay. Cool.
3: Yes, yes.
2: I think that's great. You know, one of the reasons that we walk through the baby steps is it kind of gives you um guidance for each area of your life and then it also not only the guidance but it gives you the permissions to do what you want to do with your money so in your case if you have no debt right you if have no debt at all of any no, kind i don't
3: have i have a car that's you know 18 years old and do you have any a,
0: debt of any kind
3: None. none, none, none. at
0: all no student no. loan uh
3: my father is taking care of that uh, that's an agreement we had how much is the student loan? It's uh, sixteen thousand. Whose
2: whose name is it in?
3: It's uh, in my father's and mine.
2: If it if it's in your father's and no, yours, there's no such thing.
0: It's either a parent plus loan in his name or it's in your name.
2: I believe then it technically is in my name. Yeah, I yeah. think
0: technically it is.
2: If it's in your name, you got to pay that.
0: Kind of like you're in debt. Yeah. Yeah, I paid off. Like technically. Okay.
2: okay. So how much money do you have saved? Like how much, how much money is do you in have on your student
3: uh, we'll save right now. I have about
2: one hundred and thirty thousand.
0: How much is the student loan?
3: Sixteen. Uh, about sixteen thousand.
0: Good. Pay it off today.
2: Pay it off today. Now, your savings—is it what? Where is it? Is it just sitting in a high yield savings account?
3: Uh, I have some in some Vanguard accounts, and then also four hundred one k, and about sixty thousand in. Uh, two bank accounts, okay, okay
2: so the sixty thousand that's in the two bank accounts pull pull some of the sixteen thousand to pay off the loan. How much credit
3: card debt do you have? Uh, none I just use debit. I've been following you for a long time okay well sorta yeah
2: so then you under okay then you understand the baby steps so you are you already investing fifteen percent or more
3: uh yes, more than
2: that okay where do you live? are you renting are you owning uh I currently rent. Okay. So now we're, now that's why I was saying before, we're using the baby steps to figure out what we should be doing, how we should be spending. So at this point, if I'm you, instead of overfunding the 15%, I'd probably start focusing on a down payment because at some point you're going to want to stop renting. You're going to want to have control over that biggest line item on your budget, right? You don't want to rent forever. Rent is going up, it's always fluctuating, right? right. So if I were right. you, instead of doing over 15%, I would stop that, cut it at 15%. And then I would take your extra margin, put some of it to a down payment, right? That's baby step 3B. And then you get to decide how intense you want to be about this, right? You can decide if you're going to just go hard in the paint or if you want to pull back. It's like, you know what? I'm young. I got, you know, I, I, it doesn't have to be that intense at this point. Does that make sense? Yeah,
0: you're, you're running on gazelle intensity. And now that your student loan is paid off, you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. So. Here's what I would do. i pay your student right. loan off. Your dad has promised to pay it. I heard you loud and clear. He can pay you back. If he wants right. to pay it, he right. can That's pay you. Deal. But I don't want this in your name anymore. I want it gone. So you pay it off today. So your 105000 in savings has been reduced by $16,000. we take a portion of that and allocate it to your emergency fund of three to six months of expenses. The rest of that you can allocate as a down payment. Now, back to your question, when do you enjoy life? Uh, now, now mm-hmm. you need to budget some fun in your budget. All you do is save. And you need to have some fun right. in your budget, and you need to have some generosity in your budget that you don't have, too.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: You need to be helping some other people. Right. You make $130,000 right. a year, you're 20-something years old, you don't have any debt. Yeah, you ought, to have, you ought to have some fun, and you ought to save some and invest some, and you right. ought to have some generosity. You ought to always have all three things in your budget once you're at your stage. Okay. So, for the rest of your life, like Derek, when Sharon and I get a check in from a publisher or something these days, it's extra money. We have a formula we apply to it. Okay. We take out, you know, 40% for taxes, 10% for tithe, at least 50%. Now, then um, after that, uh, uh, because rich people pay all the taxes. Man, when you n- said 40%. Let me help you with that. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, but aside from that, the. Um, so, so then we apply the other. The other 50% goes to three things, and we have a, a set percentage for more fun, more generosity, and more investing out of that other 50. Okay. Like one of my friends does that. He puts 30 in investing, increases his lifestyle by five, and puts 15 into extra generosity, and that gets you to your 50, okay? Mm -hmm. So you you work it out, but uh, my point is not necessarily the percentages or even that you have to have a formula for it, but you Mm -hmm. ought to always have all three in there. Absolutely. And if you have all three in there, then you've got a pretty good balanced life because once you're out of debt other than the house, which you are today because you just paid off your student loan, if you really follow us now. And then you have your emergency fund set aside. Once you're Bass Baby Step 3, you go from intense, which is what you've been living, to intentional. Mm -hmm. Intentional means we're investing some additional generosity and additional fun.
2: Yeah, that's good.
0: Yeah, and you can, so if you've been wanting to upgrade the dot, 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 the car—that's that, the fun.
2: Because <laughs> his car is old.
0: Yeah. Okay. You got to, you, You're driving a beater. Then yeah, let's let's upgrade the car. And you probably have the money to do that above your emergency fund, mm-hmm. uh, even after you pay off the student loan today.
2: Yeah, he will because he had at least sixty thousand sitting.
0: He had one hundred and four.
2: Oh, that's right. But some of it, was, I think, was invested.
0: Oh well, but it was, was it invested in IRAs?
2: He said four hundred one k. Oh, was
0: well, okay. We don't touch that. Yeah, 401k. don't touch the four hundred one k. Okay. Okay. That's good. Yeah, but either way, either way, still still going to end up being the same thing. So, good question, sir. Good question. Thank you for joining us. So, guys, um, the, the things that we teach, they're, they're everywhere. I mean, you go through Financial Peace University, you get a detailed line-by-line thing of, okay, make sure – what you guys talked about on the uh, uh, live stream the other Mm -hmm. night, you and Rachel, make sure you don't have a $3,000 tax refund. Right. Okay, adjust that. That's one of the things we teach. Make sure you're not sitting on whole life life insurance. Make sure you're not sitting on investments that are non-retirement while you're sitting on debt on the other side. That's right. Cash that down to a thousand bucks and get it all clean. You know, start throwing it at your debt. Make sure you're working your debt snowball smallest to largest Mm -hmm. balance. That's right. Interest rate doesn't matter. Make sure you're on a written budget and in agreement with your spouse. Mm -hmm. You know, there's about eight or ten things like that that you do that you go through if you say you're following us then you're really doing it that's right you're doing the baby steps the baby steps say when you're in one through three temporarily stop all investing while you're in baby step two getting out of debt and while you're getting your emergency fund built but here's the thing all investing not just down i sort of did i sort of follow you you can't you're either doing your (laughs) thing or you're doing our thing okay So this stuff works, but to the but every time you dial back one of these eight or ten things and don't do that, you slow your butt down. Well and you mess yourself up But it just slows you down.
2: It's a prescription. When you go to the doctor and they say, You're sick, here's what you need, and they write it out for you and you take it and cash it in. You don't go and choose, I'm I'm gonna take that one, I'm not gonna take that one. You know what? Don't give me that medicine, give me this one. If you do that, you'll get sick and you could die. You know,
0: the number read this the other day what book was i reading i, think, I guess it was jordan peterson's book mm-hmm. uh, i was asking deloney about this i couldn't believe it the number of people that go to the doctor and the doctor gives them a prescription that never fill it yeah i know and then the number of people that fill the prescription and don't take a stinking come one on of the pills. man you're messing with your health on Un- i mean so what was the point what was i the went point? to the healer to do nothing that he said <laughs> That's dumber than crap. I do not understand. Take I the hate doctors. I don't. I mean, I like doctors, but I don't want to go see one. Okay. People die over there. I don't want to go see them. But I, I mean, I want to... I, 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 but if I'm going to go, I'm going to do what the take, guy said. Take the medicine. I mean, God, I do not understand. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, do this stuff exactly. Not because it doesn't affect me. We don't make more money if you do. Just,
4: it's good for you.
0: Jade Walshaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for being with us. Melissa is in Mobile, Alabama. Hi, Melissa. How are you?
4: I'm better than I deserve, Mr. Ramsey, and I bet you're just the same.
0: Just the same, yeah. How are things in L.A.? <laughs> well, um,
4: AL, but yes.
0: Lower Alabama? <laughs> come on. <laughs>
4: um, so, um, I actually just have two quick questions. One, I'm curious what, the, what a good ratio is between home value and net worth, and then secondly, i kind of become the uh, person in my family that people go to for advice. So to help myself be a little bit more efficient, should I just start purchasing Ramsey Plus for all of them?
0: (laughs) Well, that would break our heart. (laughs) We would hate it. That's funny. Call up. We might get you a bulk deal. Um, (laughs) um, The ratio will change as your net worth goes up. That's not a set mm-hmm. ratio. Here's here's my point. Um, what we found among millionaires, the typical millionaire, when we studied the ten thousand of them for the Baby Steps Millionaires book, um, was that the typical person from one to five million dollar net worth, uh, they oftentimes sounded like we got a million and a half dollar net worth, and we have a five hundred thousand dollar paid for house, and about a million dollars in our four hundred one k's and Roth IRAs. So about a third of their net worth was in their home when they reached that level as you increase your net worth your home should be a smaller percentage so if you have a hundred million dollar net worth you wouldn't necessarily want to you would you would not want a 33 million dollar house Okay. If you had a hundred million dollar net worth, that would be inappropriate. See, so one third doesn't apply then, right? And if you go down and you say, okay, I got a five hundred thousand dollar net worth, well, a lot of times there you're going to find the house to be about half of it. Mm-hmm. A paid for okay. a paid for house, okay. So if two hundred fifty thousand dollar house, two hundred fifty thousand dollars in mutual funds in their four hundred one k's at, at five hundred thousand would be fairly normal. But th- that's the point is there's not an exact, but it does it does shift. The further up the net worth goes, my home is a very small percentage of my net worth these days. Mm-hmm. But I'm really blessed. I mean, the buildings we're sitting in are worth six hundred million. So, um, you know, that's certainly yeah. my home is a small, or much small percentage of that. So that it would be absurd for Sharon and I to do that. So, uh, uh,
2: so if you were at the point of, uh, and I'm asking this question because Melissa, I don't know where you're going with this, but if you're at the point where, like, maybe, maybe I'm looking to retire but your home is the greater portion of your net worth and you know your your assets your investments are not then maybe you'd think about downsizing your home so you can liquidate some of that money
0: yeah you might because the home is you know if if you're sitting there with a 5 million dollar net worth and a 4 million dollar house a lot of your net worth is not earning an income then
2: right and unless and you if plan on downsizing
0: you had a million dollar house 34 i'm sorry
4: 2. I'm thirty four, two point two million dollars net worth. I have a five hundred thousand dollars paid for house today. That's perfect. And I just kind of feel like if I want, that's perfect, to upgrade one day. I just don't know what you what can good, upgrade. What you could, you could
0: upgrade. You can, you know. But I, but I would I upgrade at a two point two to a half. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can, but I mean, every dot, you know, the, the high because that is a. Uh, at this point, your home is yes, it's an asset, but it is a consumption because it's not producing income.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, out of the two point two, every dollar that's in the house is not income producing. So, the fewer dollars in the house, and right now you got about one, you got about what one point seven that is producing income, right? Mm-hmm and 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 your 500 didn't. But if you went up, you know, to 7 800,000, that wouldn't be out of line at all and also your net worth is going to be increasing while this happens. Way that's to go. True. You killed it at 34 years old. I know that's you're right. You're a stud, girl. What you're amazing. How'd you do that?
4: Uh <laughs> <laughs> just I don't I, I don't know, just the same thing.
0: The same thing. I mean, I'm pretty
4: boring. I'm pretty boring. There you <laughs> go.
0: Well, I mean, do you, you, you don't. You have a life. I mean, did you, you just invested and stayed out of debt? Tell me what you did. I don't put words in your mouth, but
4: yeah, yes, sir. I mean, to be fair, I was never in Baby Step Two, so I'm kind of a fraud. But no,
0: you're no, not. you're
2: not. You're just smart.
0: No, that means you had good that. parents. <laughs> you can go. You can go kiss your mama. She helped you. I mean, your family had common sense. They kept you out of debt.
2: Yes, sir. It just, of telling you to buy, telling, of instead of
0: telling you to buy purses people can't pronounce.
2: Okay, and it just goes to show like what a difference it makes when you avoid debt your entire life, as opposed to what I did and what so many people did, which they got into debt and then had to dig themselves out. Then they had to start. What's your like, income? Uh, so
4: it's about 300000 What do you do? I'm an engineer.
0: Uh-huh. Number one. Number one uh career mm-hmm. field in the millionaire study. The one that occurred the most often. Second was accounting, third was teacher. So <laughs> Yeah, you yeah. So you, you, you fit all the math. you fit all the math, except you're a little bit ahead, like way ahead. You're amazing. Well done, kiddo. That's really good. Very cool talking to you. Yeah, you're gonna do fine. You're not gonna make a dumb decision here. But um it's a good discussion because net worth is there's a number of that you can look at to tell if you're winning with money. Facts. The FICO score is not a number that you can tell you're winning with money because you could you can get you can your boss could walk in today and give you a yeah. raise of a million dollars a year and your FICO score doesn't change a dime.
2: Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. It's like uh, the FICO score is. Have you ever gone, Dave, to a restaurant and the food looks really good, like it looks good on the outside, and then you eat it? And it doesn't taste anything like what you were hoping it would taste like.
0: Kind of like those, Baham- like those hotels in the Bahamas. The website yes! doesn't look anything like it.
2: Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's a catfish. And that's what the credit score is. You, you go, I've got a The 840. credit score
0: is the financial catfish. catfish. I never.
3: That's it.
2: You heard it here first. I've been trying to figure this out for 30 years. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> you heard it here first, America. That's
0: it. The FICO score is the financial catfish. <laughs> the credit card is the financial cigarette. That's right. It's going to end up being the worst thing that you ever did, but back when you were young all the cool kids did it.
2: <laughs> I right? love
0: it. Oh my gosh. I love it. That's exactly what it is. It's a complete lie.
2: It's a complete lie. It's been lie.
0: photoshopped <laughs> to look like you better than you is.
2: That's right.
0: Cuz you don't look nothing like that. Oh, I'm no. just saying. Yeah, so the credit score is 100% derived from your interaction with debt. The algorithm that Fair Isaac developed, which is the organization that creates the FICO score, uh, says that every element of the, the creation, the mathematical creation mm-hmm. of your has something to do with debt. Yeah. You know, how much debt, the how type of debt, are it. you late on your debt? Did you pay off your debt early? Mm-hmm. All these elements run, run into your credit score. The, if you had a $25 million net worth and zero debt for six months, your credit score would be zero.
2: That's a trip.
0: So, your net worth, what Melissa's doing, is the way to measure it, the real way. What's That's the opposite right. of a catfish?
2: The Ooh.
0: A bass? <laughs> a, real <laughs>
2: <fish>? <laughs> a real fish? A real fish, not
0: a fake fish. A beauty queen. That's yeah, right.
2: Go. That's right. Yeah,
0: your your uh, net worth is your beauty queen, and your FICO score is a catfish. Ooh. Ah, it's fake winning yes. it's fake beauty it isn't really there
2: yeah oh, it's an it's, a, God, it's an so avatar weird. yeah that's so good we
0: can really do stuff with it we can this is right here uh,
2: <laughs>
0: yeah the internet the internet's good for something after all <laughs> there you go yeah, great good. analogy yeah so yeah. So, um, Melissa at 34 years old, $2.2 million net worth inherited. Nothing is giving away Ramsey plus, which is financial peace university and every dollar together. Yep. That's what that is. She's giving that away in bulk to her family when they ask her financial advice. Cause they very wisely come to her at 34 years old with a $300,000 income wow. and a $2.2 million net worth, a hundred percent debt free, 500,000 of it in her house. They very wisely ask her advice. We always tell you, don't, if your broke friends are making fun of your financial plan, you're right on track. Yeah, that's true. But if you're rich, Melissa mm-hmm. is telling you you're doing good. Now, if Melissa tells you you did good, yeah. let me just tell you, she knows what good looks like.
2: Well, she doesn't have to give advice. She just lives advice, and they Ooh, see it. When then they just saddle up. They just say, see Come it.
0: here. Can we buy you a cup of coffee and tell us how you did mm-hmm. that?
2: That's the fruit. The fruit doesn't lie.
0: That's it. Yeah. It, it's very attractive. Yes. To win. It is, as opposed to fake win.
2: That's right, catfishing. Catfishing,
0: the real, the real deal. Noodling. Oh my gosh, (laughs) this is the Ramsey Show.
2: Guys, it's Jade. Look, if you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey baby steps, go to ramseysolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's ramseysolutions.com and click Get Started.